Okay. Um, it's two fifty-one on a semi-raining afternoon on Julian's world. Honestly, I am trying to put this one out because I I owe it to someone. But I didn't want to speak. I'm probably the last to do a verbal message video podcast about Nipsey Hussle. I do not want to be extensive at all. I just owe it to him, his family, to at least put a statement out. It feels like it hit, it hits harder every single day. It feels like it just happened. <clears throat> I was dreading, dreading coming back to talk about this and Apparently, I I took a hiatus before that occurrence, and um, I had an idea of some topics I wanted to talk about that I was working on with um, Nefertiti, and and I had stopped them, and I said, well, we'll get back to those topics, and we'll post that video, that, that podcast. But what happened, unfortunately, the next day, I remember where I was at. I'm getting news that Nipsey Hussle passed away. His life was taken away. And I don't know how to do this one. I don't know if I even want to, but I feel like I can't go on. I can't skip over this topic. I have to talk about this topic because... It's touched me and affected me in a way as it it has so many others that it's almost impossible for me to, you know, not say something and not give him a section of my little platform because he means that much to me. So I want to dedicate this episode, if anybody's listening, to Nipsey Hussle. Someone that I I feel (laughs) kind of like at a lost words. I've watched numerous videos. I can't get out of that wormhole of watching videos of him. The things that he stood for. I feel like it's. um, I feel like I lost somebody personally. That's how you know that that man. Hmm. And I've listened to every podcast, every (coughs) reaction video about him previous and prior, you know, to that occurrence. Um, And boy, I tell you, I. um, I'm in a, a whirlwind of emotions. Someone being a few years older than myself. What, 33 years old, <laughs> you know, 
I've, I've, I've heard and, and I've watched him climb his way up to that, that spot that he's in. And the things that he believes in and the things he stands for. And I ain't going to say stood. I'm going to say stands for. Because his presence, he may not be here in the flesh, but he's here more so than he's ever been before. And I think we all know that. I think we all can feel that. I can. He's touching me more than he's ever touched my heart. And I've been a fan of him. And it's it's a cryptic thing before I talk about a cruel world. It's a cryptic, a cryptic feeling to know that I've been a fan of him. Like, you know, I've been a fan. I've watched him. And I feel like, you know, it's a personal thing. It's not like you're telling the world about somebody that you, you're you watching in an industry that you're a fan of. It's more of a personal thing where you're watching somebody climb up. And you know <coughs> the world don't know, all, you know, everything he does yet or everything that she does yet. But you're a fan of that person as a person. I've been listening to Nipsey Hussle on and off, throwing them new song, old song, whatever, since um, I first heard Killer which was a 2013 song from his mixtape um, with Drake on it, featured with Drake. And Drake being so big at that time, I was like, what's this? Who's Nipsey? And when I heard it, I was like, man, this guy reminds me of, I, I, I originally thought of Snoop Dogg, which I still do believe. And I'm not even saying in the flow, his delivery is a way more harsh in a good way. But I thought of, Okay, he seems like a blend. I didn't know how old he was. I didn't know where he came from. But he has that old school, like, vicious delivery. We're talking like the the originals. um, Like, we're talking like N.W.A., the Snoop Dogs, you know, the Dr. Dre's, the Master P's, the the originators. He has that kind of... um, um, contribution to the game and that's something that will never be replaced because in a, a year of 2019 a year of 2018 a year of 2017 to hear what that fresh breath of air and kind of like capitalizing once again on the street you know rap was silly for a minute and it's like he stood out in such a way where he's like look I come from the street in a whole nother era, but I still am of that cloth Snoop came from. <clears throat> so when I heard him, I just, first of all, I was blown away. And I thought of um, the new school, J. Coles and Drake's. And I was like this, I thought he was younger. First of all, I thought he was a kid. I, I was like, this this new kid's, he, he's learning well. He's coming into the game well. It sounds like he, um, he's been influenced by like Drake and J. Cole. But he is not under them at all. Now that I know who he is and and know who, what he was about and where he stood in his life, this man is of the cloth of the originators. (laughs) You know, he has years on the new the new rappers of this decade. You know, he is of that cloth, that background, the Dr. J. Dre background. If you haven't, if you don't know anything about him, and don't know why a lot of people 
are in mourning right now, um, just take a moment and, and just do a little brief YouTube tutorial on who he was. And you can see a lot of people may not like rap. It's not even about rap, man. To lose somebody like that. It's not even about rap. Nipsey Hussle grew up in the streets. He always refers back to his uh, block rolling 60s of Crenshaw. He says from a street lingo, if you're from this area, you would understand what I mean. I'm from rolling 60s, right? For the outsider who doesn't know that area or their own area personally, you wouldn't refer to the block. Like I'm from originally from Philadelphia. <clears throat> so if you're you live in Alaska, right, and you ask me where I'm from, I want to say I'm from Philadelphia. That actually classifies the neighborhood I'm from. If you're from Denver, okay, you're you're not too far away. You may still be a little distance. And you ask me where I'm from, I'm gonna say, I'm from Philadelphia. You may say, Oh, which part? The north side. Without specifics, right? All right, and then we're getting into people around the way, close by. We talk about like New York. You got you might have to there's a lingo, you know what I'm saying? Um Nipsey knew his lingo. Um, so as far as the lingo of the tri-state, somebody asked me from New York, where are you from? originally from you know and i said philadelphia they're not only going to say what part and if i say north they're going to say which city which town i could say ogon's avenue and to a philadelphia which is north north so north philadelphia has its own vibe right and then there's northern philadelphia and for specifics somebody in philly you can't even say i'm from philadelphia there's a lingo <clears throat> i wouldn't even say i'm from philly i would just say i'm from ogon's I, I do like how Nipsey Hussle, being from that street background, not only embodied that street hustler mindset, but he was that hustler mindset, not because he was famous. His morals stood before the fame. His ideas stood before the fame. He was in the street. He was a hustler, but he always was a part of the community. Mm. This man was a part of the community. So the community would look at him like almost a beacon to what they're going through. Yo, you're from Crenshaw. And most rappers would like to wear that on their belt and say, I'm from Crenshaw. I'm from Crenshaw. There was an interview. Well, a moment where Nipsey worked with Diddy and it's circulating on um, every social media platform. And Diddy said, you know, we all knew Diddy. But Nipsey had such a cool demeanor. That's something I've learned from him. Diddy, if he asks you where you from, and all you're thinking about is, man, this is this is Puff Daddy. That didn't phase Nipsey Hussle. You could hear it in his voice when Diddy asked him, "Yo, so where do you say you from? <coughs> Are you you say you from Crenshaw? You know what Nipsey said? He spoke up with." A growling. He said, I'm from rolling 60s. Pause that. Let me just, I need to take a minute to just pause, man. 
man. Because I'm thinking about them, right? Where is that today in people not afraid to rep where you from? And I'm not talking in that. Nipsey did it in such a cool demeanor. That inspired me. And I'm not a thug rapper trying to get out there and trying to be drop the next big thing or whatever. But just in how you are. He, in an interview with Big Boy Neighborhood, everybody knows Big Boy. That's L.A.'s largest radio. He said that to Big Boy, I am who I am. You know, I'm not. He said from a young age. My life was mine to live. It was nobody else's. And I'm paraphrasing around what he said. But in all, it was about. I am who I am. Like, I can't try to please you or you can't give me some recommendation from a bad place of how I should be living my life. You, you can't tell me how I should hold my demeanor. You can't tell me how I should speak to people. Now, if there's something that I feel like I'm doing wrong, I'll check myself. But in all, I live my life. I'm responsible for my life. And as you watch, as you watch Nipsey, like me, I don't know, it inspired me to live my life unapologetically the way that I know best. And it's not coming from a place of arrogance or a place of destruction or a place of hate or violence. It's like, yo, Nipsey just taught the world who he is. And that's why I think they're appreciating and accepting him the way they are. Because Nipsey wasn't trying to be somebody else. He wore $150,000 worth of jewelry in Compton. He'll pull up, pull up on the block and just get out and, and chop it up with folks. <clears throat> and that's kind of the reason why they loved him. And every article has said he was relatable. And you got people... I don't want to say any names, but if you turn on the media today, you see so many people trying to come off larger than life. Nipsey never said, I want to be larger than life. That's why he employed a whole strip mall of felons. Because it was a it was a hard time getting felons jobs. Personally, I got you here from a heart to heart man to man. Woman to woman, I got you. Man to woman, I sorry, I'm sorry. Man to woman, I got you. That's how that man was. That's how that man was. In the same neighborhood he used to get arrested in, in front of that building. I don't even know how I want to deliver the message to you. You can look it up yourself. Or you can find it many times he spoke on it. This man was arrested in front of that building numerous times. They used to take the seats off of their local businesses inside that strip mall. So him as a kid couldn't hang around and his friends couldn't hang around. We don't want you around here. Get out of here. But when he came into money because <coughs> of his hustle, he bought that same strip mall, the same, pe- the same people that was telling them you can't be around here. He employed and now pay, they pay him rent. They're tenants of him. Not, not the, um, as far as I know, not the felons, but the people that used to work, that owned those companies in that strip mall, 
they pay him and he makes sure they take care of the people he employed. Damn. But you know what? It's like real bittersweet. And I'm trying to get through this as much as I can today <clears throat> in the midst of silence. And um, I really didn't want to I, I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to talk about this because this is personal to me. But. Like the rest of the world, I have to give this man his respect. It's only right, <coughs> no matter how hard it is for me. It's only right that I give this man my the flowers I have for him. Personally, I don't care if one person heard this. This is me, personal, and how I feel about this man. My brother, that king. The most bittersweet things. <laughs> The most bittersweet thing about this whole operation is and how that man's life was taken is that he didn't run from where that he didn't run from where he was from. Instead, when he had to come up, he invested into the neighborhood, the community. That's why they called them neighborhood knit. While every other rapper is running moving to Calabasas, crossing the state, moving over here. Let's go to over to Denver. I'll just take a flight whenever I need to get out and do some work. Nipsey didn't run from Crenshaw and for the most part was protected because the locals knew his hustle. You understand what I'm saying? They knew his hustle. And all he wanted to do was give back to the community that helped put him on a platform until an envious, jealous, I don't even want to say it. <coughs> they always say, run from the hood when you make it, right? I think that's why this is so impactful and it's almost like I'm thinking of Jesus it's like 33 years old right all I can think about is what Jesus was saying to that man when he unfortunately was taking his last breaths come home son because I want to believe that no matter how selfish I, I feel for wishing he was still here. Because I feel devastated. I wish I could just. Man, everything looks so real. Every every video I watch looks like he ain't. This man ain't. He's not gone. I don't like saying the word dead. If anybody says the word dead, you guys got to get that out your vocabulary. It's not. I don't. I don't. There's no life in that word. And that man is living to me. Now, he might be living in another way, <clears throat> but he's far from dead. You know, <clears throat> I feel like in my mind, I feel like if he wanted to, he could have just stood back up 
with the grace of God and God could have healed him and he could have been back on his mission, right? But in a weird sacrificial way, it's like God had a plan that we didn't see. And in the, the strangest of ways, his sacrifice, because I believe that that man went with God. You know, he may have felt the initial pain, but once he was taking them breaths, boom, he's gone with God. And God healed him. We may not see that. And that's what hurts. That's where our pain is coming from. But I believe, and I was talking to the people close to me, like, this is personal to me. I feel like Nipsey had a choice. You know, it's like, are you going to, I'm going to give you a choice. You could stay home. I mean, you could stay here on earth and finish the mission. But I got something greater for you. I got something greater for you. And it's going to heal the world and everybody that knew you. Even the people that didn't know you. Come home, son. So as vicious as the crime was, I only have the patience to look at it that way. And Nipsey, what did he say to God? Take me home. It was hard for me to sleep thinking about that last night. That's what I came up with. And when he went home, God smiled and took his hand and gave him his wings. And you know what? When I look at it, that's the only way I can see it. That's the only way it makes sense because the tears I've shared with strangers that I don't know about him, it only makes sense, man. Nipsey's an angel. And he actually healed. He healed the communities. I'm seeing people tattoo his face on their body, on their skin. I've never seen this before. Some similar situations. You know which ones I'm talking about. But as far as in today's time, kids ne never felt that before. They never felt something like uh, Tupac or Biggie Smalls being taken. Because that was in a different era. <clears throat> and they're saying this is the, the closest thing imaginable that they could piece that with. Like, I never felt that, but I can imagine it was like this. Man, I, um, I, I can't even believe I'm 23 minutes in. I, um, I'm going to go knowing in my mind that God has a calling for us all. We may not see it and we may just think, oh, death is our calling. No, because that's still my selfishness to hold on to my flesh, because if some if God came to me and said, Julian, you're struggling, but I'm going to take you home. And that's going to provide for your family in a way that you may not understand. But. It's your choice. Or you can stay here. And these. P 
people you love so much may struggle more with you. I, I know it don't make sense, but but if you really know and you really understand, it does. And I wish that man could be here today. But for my sake, that's how I'm going to look at it. That man united America. And that guy who so abruptly disrespected him and took his life, he thought that that was it. You was wrong, brother. You thought you could get rid of him? You was wrong, brother. Because what you did, you immortalized him. Job well done. Because at the end of the day, we're stronger now. Because the loss of him has given us foresight. And what has that done for you? You get to see bars for the rest of your life. I just saw it. You're going. Goodbye. It's over for you. But guess what? What you thought you killed ain't dead. That's what you live with. And that's what you die with. Far from dead. His spirit is everywhere. You could see it. Turn on the news. He's everywhere. Turn on the phone. Google his name. He's everywhere. That man is being immortalized everywhere. He ain't nowhere near dead. You can turn him right on in your ear and listen to him. Listen to what he believes. Listen to what he spoke about. Use a fool. Good job, Eric Holder. Because everything you meant to do just failed. Mm. And I'm going to wrap up. Because <coughs> this is unorthodox. And this is this is a struggle for me doing this by myself. But, um, you know, on this Friday... I'm listening to my son wake up in the background. I'm I'm just makes me look at life differently. Everything wrong in that situation that happened to Nipsey, my king, my brother. Everything that was wrong that I feel like they shouldn't have done that. It's like it stirred enough in me to make me feel the way I do. He was shot. He was kicked, disrespected. It's like they, that whole situation is enough to make me feel the way I do. And then I can think of why why'd you have to kick him, you know? But they made me mad. You know, they made me mad. Disrespect him. Disrespect my brother. By doing that, you stirred up a generation that got to live with the thought of that, you know? And we ain't never going to let that slip out of our imagination. We ain't never going to let that die. 
There's a void in our hearts. What they took away. They, you know, all those people out there, all those energies out there, that is they. It's not going to, just going around doing what you want to do, being envious and jealous of everybody and trying to take what they have instead of getting it on your own, you know? It's not easy, but it's rewarding. Even Nipsey said everything that he, he earned wasn't easy, but it was rewarding. He said when he felt the, the need to want to quit, he said, well, when I wanted to quit, that's when I realized I'm actually on to something. Because if, why would it be easy? And he just kept doing that. And that's where he's at now, forever in our hearts. This is my last minute on this one, this particular conversation we having as I'm at 29 minutes and 10 seconds I want to wrap this up on 30 I um as I search my imagination for something to say that I can play back and remember this day forever and let my son listen to this someday and, and explain what we are as a people and where we come from I love yours man we need to be bigger than this. We need to be stronger and better than this. We still doing it to ourselves, y'all. No matter how you twist it, we still doing it to ourselves. So with that being said, I wish you guys a, a better Friday. And love your brother and love your sister. I love you. Rest in peace, Nip.